Okay, hi guys. Welcome back to She Thinks She Knows podcast. I'm Brianna. I'm Mahara. And I'm Demaya. And for people who are just tuning in, welcome. Um, so today we're going to have a conversation about health. And it's going to be pretty broad. Health and wellness. And we're just going to have like a few discussion questions. We're just going to talk about it and then see where it goes. So the first question I'll start off with is a simple I thought we were going to start off with how was our day. Do you not want to do that anymore? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, and then I guess you could do that. I guess you could do a little catch up. All right. So, <laughs> all right. So, how was your days? Let's talk about it. How was your? Well, Demaya actually was gone for like two and a half weeks. So, well, I feel not happy to be home. Like, <laughs> like not in a not in a way that I don't want to be home and around my family and things like that. But I was in the middle of nature, I guess you could say, <laughs> and I was disconnected from mm-hmm. like all that's going on like even though i have my phone and i like talk to people or whatever or i went on social media every now and then because the kids gonna have their phone i tried to like do it in secret so i wasn't on my phone as much as i could be and so like i was kind of disconnected and then when i came here last week on my day off i felt myself feeling kind of tense and yeah and then i was like wow like i feel like i need to get back to the wilderness like honestly (laughs) and then when i came home for good on saturday on sunday i felt myself like feeling that tenseness again Mm. and maybe i'm being a little bit extra (laughs) but what but also when i was driving home and i could like just see all the greenery and all the trees and things like that i felt like really good about it like i never felt that good about being in nature before mm-hmm. yeah for by the way i was at a, at an overnight camp camp at, camp at water being a counselor so that was where i was and but yeah i just made i came to the conclusion that like when i become old like i really wouldn't mind living not completely isolated yeah. from black people because if you live in the world, if you live where there's a bunch of trees and stuff, that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, I wouldn't be okay doing that, but I would be okay living in nature. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Being around lots of nature, it just makes you feel better. Really, yeah. really. It's like, well, it's like can't really. <laughs> nature has not been treating me well. I'm sorry. This heat. Like, <laughs> I am, like, I like the summer. I like the odd stuff. Like, I don't like winter. But this week alone has really, like, dragged me by my edges. Like, I'm, I wake up hot. Like, I go to sleep hot. I wake up hot. Like, it's like I can't escape the heat. And my body seems to not be liking it either because I literally can't stop sweating. Like, it's so bad. And, yeah, like, I'm not feeling it. And I tried, like, for the last few days, I tried to, like, go outside and read, like, under this, like, I don't know. It's called like a gazebo, I think. No, I don't know. One of those sheds. Is that what it's called? So I would go under there because like, you know, we bought it. So I was like, might as well put it to use. But I keep getting bit. And flies can come. <laughs> like I've gotten bit literally every week. Every time I get like every time mosquito bites go away, they just get replaced by new ones. And I'm not for the scarring and the like. I'm just tired of it. So but I can't be in the house either because there's no air. So it's just like, I don't know. I'm just struggling with that. But other than that, I feel like things have been good. I've been reading a lot more, honestly, which is nice. I don't really do a lot of reading, but so far the books that I've been reading have been pretty good. And I just started getting into like researching stuff about like investments. 
which I think I'm going to get into slowly. Mm. Like I was just looking, not like not really looking too heavy into it, but just looking up better ways to like, I don't know, organize myself to get myself in a place where I can actually save money and not like saving it to spend somewhere else. Like, you know, so I think I'm going to start getting real heavy into that. Um, that's about it. Honestly. Yeah. Honestly, my mind has been blank this whole week. I really don't have anything that's been happening to me or anything. Like, I feel... I'm ready for this week to end. <laughs> that's it. It went by fast, honestly. Yeah, I think well, it's going, it's going, going, I think by, it's going by pretty fast, yeah. yeah. Which is not... I'm not I'm not too happy about it. Like, we're hitting August? Like, I feel I like I'm at a really good point in my life right now. Like, I just never saw this coming right yeah. now, but I feel good. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel. I don't know if I feel good, but I feel like... I don't feel bad, so <laughs> anyway, let's, let's let's just get into let's get into the topic, okay? So the first question that I had was, "What is health to you?" So literally, like you just sharing what is health to you. Okay, and can I ask a question after this too? I yeah, because like an intro question. Okay, I can start. Health to me is being like not having your body hold you back in terms of living the life, like living on a day to day, like the way you feel mentally. And the way you feel, like, just physically, like, how light you feel, how tired you are, like, just how ener- how much energy you have in the day, how, like, much sleep you're getting, like, all those physical things, and, like, the mental clarity of, like, having, like, a healthy body. But I also feel like health is when you're, like, whatever choices you're making or, like, your lifestyle is help is improving your quality of life, like, you know? That's my personal definition. My definition of health I feel like it's kind of on the same lines of what Moharo said, like making sure that you're good like from the inside and the outside. So whether that's like the food you eat or the time you're going to bed or um, the people you're hanging out with, like anything that's making you better. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And um, I feel like yeah, like just making sure, like it's. I think it's very hard for you to achieve complete healthiness, if that makes sense. Because yeah. there's a lot of different factors that goes into it, mm-hmm. and even though we can talk about all these different factors, a lot of times it gets very hard to manage all of those and to do the things that we're supposed to because we have other commitments or priorities. That mm-hmm. usually all of us put before our health. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, that's my definition. I think health is like, I think it's just your lifestyle, like the how you decide to do things, everything. Because I, I feel like so many things affect, like everything you do affects you. And so I feel like for your health, it's just why you decide to do things, like how you decide, like what makes you make those decisions. Are you weighing your options? Like, you know, like, I feel like that all ties into health because, like, you were saying with the whole, like, well, I think Mahar was saying, like, the mental and physical, like, I feel like there's two aspects of it. And because there's those two and those are really brought in themselves, everything mm-hmm. kind of plays a role in that. So literally just how you live your life is, like, your health and how, like, what you're doing to, like, elongate it. Is that the word? Like, to have longevity, like, stuff like that. I feel like that is also, like, it just ties all into, like, how you're going to do things what how are you gonna make yourself live the longest or like the best and like yeah just kind of like that 
Um, and then, yeah, it's like what you put into yourself too. Like, I feel like your health is how much you're, like how much you put into like yourself, into your personality, like into how you want to grow. All of that is kind of like health. Cause like, if you have a healthy mindset, like you can, you can build everything else around that. So, mm-hmm. and so now, like now they're going into, oh, you wanted to ask you a question. Yeah. I don't know if you, I mean, you probably do this. Like I think about this a lot. Like, what do you guys think are the factors in your life or the choices that you're making? that hinder, like, that prevent you from reaching, like, your ideal vision of health, like, mentally and physically. I think yeah, that we should say what our ideal health. Or our ideal health? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what you expect your health to be like? like or, what's... like, your goals or whatever. Yeah, like, your okay. health goals and then things that are preventing it. Yeah. All right. So, I don't, I guess I can start. I mean, in terms of health for me, like, I think my goal is to just... I don't, I don't know. Like, it's really broad, honestly. Like, it's just to be able to make a choice in, like, how I eat, all that stuff. Like, as of now, like, I don't really cook, so a lot of the <laughs> things I eat are up to me. Like, even though I could have the choice of, like, okay, I'm going to change, I'm going to make my own meals, all that stuff. Like, I feel like right now I still allow, like, oh, but I'm hungry now and I don't feel like cooking. I feel like I, lo- I allow that to, like, stop me from eating the way that I want to eat. And so I would want to change that. And also, like, getting my head right in terms of, like, not, like, not letting certain things, like, affect me too deeply. Like, just being able to accept things for what it is. I feel like I struggle with a lot of stuff like that because I feel like I still have this tendency of, like, I want to be able to, like, save people. I want to be able to let people see this and, like, organize. And, you know, like, I have, like, this, this need, I guess, since I was young to really, like, but why isn't it like this? And it, it could be so much better this way. And I feel like I stress myself out too much on things like that instead of just allowing things to be how they are and just allowing life to take its course. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I want to be able to live a life where I see things for like what it truly should like truly is and then um, be able to understand why things are the way they are so I don't have to question it so heavy where it makes my head kind of like confused. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Kind of just living a life of, like, like not, like, living a life free of, like, fear, quote-unquote. Like, I feel like that's one of the biggest things that kind of stopped me from doing a lot of things. Like, I don't want to be someone who thinks too heavy about, like, consequences, quote-unquote. Like, and, and always have it to be like, oh, I can't do this because then this will happen. And I can't do this because that will happen. Like, I kind of just want to live a life where it's, like, if I know that I'm not doing anything that's harmful to, like, my environment or harmful to other people, like, then I shouldn't, like, then I should just be able to do it and and know that, like, it'll all turn out the way it should. So I feel like living a life that's not super fearful where I feel like everything's a risk factor. Like, I feel like I need to live a life. I want to live a life like that. And I hope that, I, like, in the future, like, it kind of helps me with everything that I do, knowing that, like, I guess it's, like, helps me find my purpose. Like, doing all those things, putting that all together, I feel like it'll help me really find, like, what I'm like born for I guess and it'll just help me kind of like navigate things because as of right now it seems like it's so easy for me to question everything that I do and I feel like that's the reason why because like I have fear in place I'm letting other things kind of control my head and yeah I just don't want that anymore you can go next okay (laughs) um for me like you guys know my dad's been into a vegan quote-unquote lifestyle Mm -hmm. um I learned that we're, we're starting to call it plant-based instead yeah. because it's like 
a little bit more strict, I guess. Um, but anyway, but yeah, so he's been into that lifestyle and there's been like, you know, I, I've eaten the food and I've done, you know, different things. And but I'm at the point in life right now where I'm ready to transition to that lifestyle myself. Mm -hmm. So like I'm in the process right now as we speak of a detox. And so that's like I want to do that before I get to school. And so that I can do the things that I need to do because it's easy to slide back into lazy habits. Like when I get to school and when I can go to the dining hall and just eat bad food and things like that. Mm -hmm. But the okay, that's not even that wasn't even the question. The question was <laughs> the question was like, what's our idea of what's our goals in health? And so that's my goal yeah. to become a plant big plant-based person yeah. plant-based diet so i want to um you know make sure that i'm cooking the right foods at school when there's nothing in the dining hall for me to eat and that i'm um like just doing everything that i'm supposed to do eating wise nutrition wise um i think that this summer working at the cafe i've been more open to learning about taking in the things that um i've learned or that my dad tells other people or that we learn at the cafe. Mm -hmm. I'm more open to that because I want to apply it to my own life. Mm -hmm. Before I really wasn't, I really, I wasn't trying to take that in. Like I knew the information, but I wasn't trying to take that in because I wasn't at that point. You know yeah. what I mean? And so my ultimate health goals, I feel like, are to like, I came to this conclusion recently. I guess people would call it a hippie. <laughs> yeah. But I wouldn't be like a cool hippie. Like, you know, like <laughs> people, people like have a stereotype of what they think a hippie should be like. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to be like what they think a hippie should be like. I want people to be, I don't know, surprised, but like, I don't want them to be like, oh, you're a hippie, you know, just yeah. by looking at me or whatever. So I think that was, that's my ultimate goal. And I think that like, making this transition is like me starting to do that and like i've told you guys before like i want to start like using all natural products i think i'm like 90 percent there really? like wow. yeah because the thing about it is i've been like doing like using aluminum free deodorant for years and like mm. toothpaste and all this other stuff it's just like you know perfume and things like that where i'm scared to like let go yeah. you know what i mean so um, I think the things that hold me back are fear. Like Brianna said, like there's a lot of times where like even me, like being ready to make this transition to a vegan or whatever, I still think about, okay, like what if I go on vacation? Like <laughs> what am I going to be able to eat? Like, you know, like if we're going to a party late night, yeah. like <laughs> I'm not going to be able to go to the Burke truck, like <laughs> things like that. And even though like, it's not that serious and I know it's like I have to come to the realization that it's not that serious mm -hmm. it's not hurting anybody like you yeah. said it's better for me it just it's kind of like you're comfortable doing something and like when other people are doing that like you know like you're like okay like I want to I want to do that too you mm -hmm. know what I mean but I think that coming to the realization that like you know, fear can hold you back a lot. Like in all aspects of life, fear holds me back a lot. Yeah. Even just saying one simple thing to somebody. 
So, like, fear is the biggest thing that I'm working on right now. Mm-hmm. I feel like I resonate with what Demai is saying a lot, like, in terms of, not in terms of fear holding me back, but in terms of, like, the goals I want to accomplish. Um, I think for me, my ideal, like, healthy lifestyle would be to have, like, a really strong center around fitness and, like, physical activity um, and a mix of, like, obviously healthy lifestyle and, phys- like, healthy eating habits and healthy fitness lifestyle like i kind of i really do want to be plant-based at some point not not even at some point honestly as soon as possible but it's just i don't know i feel like for me what's holding me back is my own like my force of habit or like what i'm comfortable with is just because it's really like when you think about it it's hard to imagine like I don't know. I feel like what the lifestyle I'm currently eating, living <laughs> is that I eat <laughs> is that I eat like whatever is most not convenient to me because I don't really like go out and buy fast food. But like mm-hmm. if I know like I don't have food at home, like I will just eat out. Like you know, like I yeah. won't. I'm not gonna be conscious about it just because it's easier right now. Like especially in the summertime, I don't want to buy my own groceries. Like I feel like I shouldn't have to. But the alternative is just either being really hungry or just eating like ordering something that's not good for me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like. When I go back to college campus, like, I really want to make my own choices. And I feel like I'm the type of person who procrastinates a lot. So, like, I have to do something as soon as possible or I'm just not going to do it. Like, if I don't go back to college and buy my own groceries and all this stuff, I'm just going to end up eating at the dining hall mm-hmm. and eating that food. And it's just, but um, what else? Fitness, I really want to go to the gym this semester. Like, I don't want to just go to the gym once in a while. Like, I want to make it my like something routine. that's just yeah like a routine to actually work out not even in the gym but like in my room or whatever like i feel like my i don't know my ideal my ideal goal would be that i just take health as something that's not a, a goal that i'm trying to work towards like it's something that i have to like i want to do and i actively do every day i i know as you guys are talking about like okay i'm gonna this is how i'm gonna eat and you're like i'm gonna want to work out and do like a plan base where i was kind of just like just living a lifestyle <laughs> you know what I mean? like and i think like for me when it comes to like fitness and like diet, diet, I like, I understand that. But when it comes to fitness for me, like I'm so like on the fence about it a lot because I would really like think, well, if I'm not doing anything to cause myself to gain unnecessary weight or if I'm not like super lazy, then I, sh- I won't have to worry about like my physical health. Like, you know what I mean? Like if I'm eating the right foods and I'm getting enough activity in my in my daily life, then, like, I don't need to put myself on a workout regimen. <laughs> like, you know, but I think for me, like, different from working out, I think I want to actually get more into, like, yoga. Because, because for me, like, I think, like, when I do it, it kind of just, like, I feel like it's opening my body up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's actually making me feel like, okay, like, I'm using every muscle. Like, I'm kind of, like, stretching myself. Because I get really stiff when I've noticed, like, I don't know if it's, like, a family history thing. Like, I don't think it is. But I have a lot of, like, back problems. Like, it's weird. <laughs> like, back problems, leg problems, like, everything. Like, I just get super stiff. And then I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Like, I'm I'm too young to be experiencing, like, this kind of, like, issue. But I don't feel like me working out and, like, well, I guess yoga is a workout. But I don't seem like doing, like, crazy. Like, all right, I'm going to do push-ups. This is that. Like, I feel like that's not going to, like, help me. So I feel like, for me, it's more of, like, stretching and, like, flexibility and just, like, I don't know, like getting into the whole like mindset of when you do yoga, you kind of just like clear your mind and you just let your body kind of do its thing. I feel like I want to do that more and just pray that <laughs> that, that works out for me. But 
Yeah, I think that's like kind of different from you guys. And the plan based thing, like I like the idea of plan based. Like Mahara said, like I have a force of habit, and as of right now, it's not really something that I see myself getting out of, like in terms of like putting myself on that eating diet, because like it's something that I feel like it's like a mindset you have to have. Like you guys have a mindset of like, okay, I know plan based is something that I need to do. Like this is what I want to do. But for me, it's like honestly, like. I can be plant-based and I can eat chicken if I really, like, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like I feel like in my head space, it's kind of just like, I mean, I don't think it's gonna, like, in a sense, kill me immediately. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, if I eat chicken or if I, if I eat fish or something, like, like, I should be good. Like, if I'm getting it from good sources or whatever, like, you know, I think that kind of mindset that I have is what really n- makes me not look so heavy into, like, my diet. And I mean, except for like meat, like, I wouldn't really eat, like, Red meat, I wouldn't really eat too heavy, but like she considers me I can red meat. She considers <laughs> I <laughs> I like it. Well, because we differentiate like that's how we differentiate it in my house. Like we said red meat and chicken. Like, you know, like okay, it's all meat, but like that's how we kind of put it. Like my mom says I'm not gonna make pork or meat, like I think like steak, beef, stuff like that. So I feel like that's something that I would really not have a like a craving for i know like i won't have a craving for that when i get older because i don't really have a craving for it now but like when it comes to things like chicken or like shrimp and seafood like that's stuff that i really do enjoy so i'm like i feel like i mean i don't think there's anything wrong with me eating it and all that stuff but yeah i think that's kind of how my my health goal kind of differs from you guys i think in terms of fitness like i fitness is like really on the back burner (laughs) but it needs to be it needs to be in the front because fitness really it it really does matter you know what i mean like in terms of you sleeping better and you feeling better like yeah. it does matter it's just something that is very hard for me i was gonna say like i feel like fitness is just so interesting of a topic because if you think about it like i feel like our society like we're like our people our age like when you're younger like you have a lot of fitness in your life like when you're a little kid you're running around all that stuff and your body, like, your body supports that because as you're growing up, you know? And I feel like as you get older, like, because at this point, like, we're still considered young, 18, 19, 20. You're still considered a young person. But I feel like we don't realize, like, our bodies are aging. Like, you know, <laughs> right. our bodies are aging and adapting into the, like, the, the, habits, the habits that we have. Exactly. Like, if we're inactive, our bodies are going to, you know, shut down. they're going to respond to that and they're not going to live up to their best potential. Like, that's why, like, you know, some people can get sick. Mm-hmm. and their immune system can fight it and some people like you know and they'll be the same age or even one person will be younger you know i feel like for me what i really wanted like knowing that i'm about to enter my 20s like that decade of my life like where i could have kids and all this stuff hopefully <laughs> hopefully later on in this decade like <laughs> i'm gonna be able to have kids and all well, you still have some time <laughs> i'm gonna be able to have kids and all this stuff like i want my body to be in its best shape because i know that the choices I make right now are already affecting the way my health will be in 10, mm-hmm. 20 years. And I feel like fitness is a big part of that because I feel like I'm already behind because some people really have had a, like a healthy fitness journey mm-hmm. from when they were kids. But I just feel like, because now thinking about my, like my endurance and my own strength, it's really not, <laughs> it's not where I want it to be. Like, I feel like I can barely do a push up. Like that kind of stuff just kind of like, it motivates me to want to be somebody who can like, you know, yeah. have strength. For any situation and for the future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, I need to escape someone who's trying to <laughs> zoom. Like, honestly, though, if I had to, right now, if I had to be pushed into a thing where I had to work and, like, you know, I, it would be hard for me to do and I don't want to live like that. Like, 
Right. I was going to say that earlier. That's what I was going to say. Like, me, like, wanting to make these transitions and all this stuff right now in my life is going to set me up, like you said, like, for longevity, I guess, or, like, for these things to just be my routine when I get older. It's not going to be, like, oh, like, oh, I can't do this because I'm, you know, I'm vegan or I can't do this because I don't eat that or whatever. Like, it's just going to be something that everybody knows and it's just going to be normal. Like, now it's going to be a transition, but I'd rather do that earlier than later. You know what I mean? Like, Mahara was saying, like, when you build habits, Mm -hmm. they really, at this time, especially, like, in college, when you're independent, like, nobody's telling you what to do and things like that, these are the habits that you're going to carry with you for the rest of your life, whether you realize it or not. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's a good time to want to do new things and to try new things and like get healthier i guess yeah for me. and uh, yeah. that fitness thing <laughs> it's and a work in progress even on the topic of like vegan not even just veganism like plant-based trying to improve your diet or whatever it's just like i feel like it's really all the work you have to do by yourself like I, like you should look to other places for help but i feel like in terms of like like you have to make the decision for yourself and you have to really see it through because other people a lot of people like don't understand it like they really don't get it mm-hmm. like even just eating healthier as opposed to like eating what's good you know quote-unquote yeah. good tasty it's just <laughs> <laughs> it's hard yeah no <laughs> because serious like people like honestly like i am not a vegan like i'm not even i'm not close because i still have things with dairy in them even though i don't drink milk and whatever like literally my cousin's messages would be like like when we're having like you know dinner or whatever and i'll be eating the aren't you a vegan though i'm like <laughs> just because i don't eat red like you know people really yeah. don't get it like so i feel like it's really up to me mm-hmm. to make those um like decisions and choices and to really see them through like i can't if somebody tells me like oh you know like that's not gonna work or like that's gonna be like i just can't i can't take that in because i'm just like it's my it's yeah. my choice it's but it's I was going to tell you, by the way, me and Mahar were doing a 15-day <laughs> no-dairy challenge because there's this place we're going on the 15th where um, it's like a waffle house type of thing where they give you, like, ice cream, but it's like an actual waffle as the cone. And so I was like... <laughs> That's not mad unhealthy on this podcast. <laughs> I know, but I was like, I was saying, I was like, you know, if I'm going to be having, like, that amount of, like, ice cream or whatever, like, so big for it. I was like, maybe I should, like, not have any dairy up until that point. But I was like, maybe if I really cut off the dairy completely you and then go back, I'm, I'm going to get, I'm, like, it's going to mess yeah, me up. Exactly. I'm still going to try it. Because I think after that, like, I don't really drink a lot of, I have, like, cheese and stuff. I don't, yes, I drink a lot of almond milk. I didn't, wait, wait, yes, huh? <laughs> Sorry to cut you off. But let me tell you guys a little anecdote. Yesterday, me and Brandon were at work, and we were talking about the dairy situation, the dairy challenge. And she really tried to say that almond milk was dairy. No, I didn't try to argue it. I questioned. I was like, wait, is it almond milk like dairy? Because <laughs> like, milk. But it was just a moment of misjudgment. That wasn't me saying, oh. no, it is dairy. Like, I'm not arguing over it. You didn't say that yesterday when you guys told Yesterday me. I said enough because it was over. Like, But like that, that had me so confused because it's like, how? <laughs> anyway. Why would it be called I was misinformed. Milk? But <laughs> anyway... I haven't even had milk in such a long time because my mom only buys almond milk. So I feel like the dairy, like the only dairy that I would really have to be like, oh, like I'm going to stop eating this is like if I have ice cream 
or like your mac and cheese <laughs> ranch. Yeah, like stuff like that, which I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work. I don't think it's going to be that hard, but I really want to try it just to see if there's like any physical differences in, in terms of my body, like and mm-hmm. how that works out. I'm yeah, like me, I realize like at, at a certain point, once you start doing this and you try to go back and eat regular food, it just isn't even worth it. Like yeah. the fir- the like for the past month and a half or so, I've been trying to slowly make this transition or whatever, where I've been eating like meat and cheese and stuff on the weekends. Oh, yeah. And right before I left the camp, I was doing really good. Like I barely had ate any meat. And then when I got to camp and I was eating what they were cooking for a breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I was getting sick. Like mm-hmm. every time when I had a grilled cheese, like it was just not, it didn't taste good. Like mm-hmm. when I had like mac and cheese, like it didn't taste good, but it also made me sick. You know what I mean? And so like, I'm at the point where I might see something and I'm like, oh, like that looks so good. Like I want to try it. Yeah. But I'm like, okay, but like, it's not even going to taste the way that I know that I want it to taste. Mm-hmm. Or it's going to like make me have so much mucus and things like that. It's going to make me nauseous. So like I'm at that point kind of where I'm still struggling. I'm still craving sweets. Like yeah. my mom had made these all these cakes and stuff <laughs> and she's like do you want some and I'm like maybe <laughs> and I'm like but like I'm going back and forth in my head like do I really want that mm. or like am I just wanting it because it's in front of me you know what I mean and yeah. so I've had self-discipline where I haven't eaten it I ate some on the weekend but since, <laughs> but since I started this detox program like yeah this detox program I haven't eaten anything like that so yeah how um, long is your program for well usually my dad has people do 14 days i told him i can't i I, (laughs) I might have to do seven because like me working at the cafe i need a lot of energy and i'm around foods like i'm hungry yeah (laughs) i'm starving yesterday i was eating a salad because i have to only eat salad and drink drinks Mm -hmm. I was eating a salad. It was so good. I was so hungry. And Sadi was talking to me. And I did not hear a thing <laughs> that she was saying. I didn't hear a thing. And she's like, hello, Demaya, Demaya. I'm like, huh? And then I thought she was going to say, slow down. Because then I realized when I look up, I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm scarfing that down. She's like, did you not hear a thing that I said? I'm like, no, I'm sorry. I was so hungry. <laughs> You know that Cedar Rattie too, where he gives him like the grape and cheese is like colors. Yeah, (laughs) literally that's what it was like. But in terms of that, like in terms of healthy eating or whatever, like it doesn't have to be nasty. That's another perception that people have, like that it has to be nasty and not flavorless. Flavorless. To add on to to that, like literally, I realized like a lot of the stuff I eat at home, like when I make meals, like it doesn't have meat or it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't have like dairy products or meat products, like. There's an option, obviously, for chicken, meat, whatever. But, like, it really is. Like, if I make rice and beans and all this stuff, like, it does not have to be bad. It's just crazy to think that when, like, I don't know, like, when people think of the plant-based or trying to eat healthy, it's, like, limited. Like, that's Mm -hmm. what they think. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it goes into the fact that I feel like, you know, people say sugar is a drug. Like, it literally is. is Because, like, and salt. Like, just the sight of it and, like, knowing that you had something, like, let's say there's a donut in front of you, like, in front of you. (laughs) Knowing you know the taste of a donut and knowing what, like, it does to your brain, like, you're going to, like, 
it's almost an instant to just eat it. Like, mm-hmm. there's no willpower. At it's all. literally an addiction. That's like, really how it is for me. Mm-hmm. When people come in the cafe and, like, I ask them, like, oh, are you into um, plant based eating or whatever? And they're like, no. And, like, or they're like, I'm trying to, but I don't know what to do and things like that. I have to reassure them all the time that it's easier than you think it is. Mm-hmm. One, because you can use the same seasonings and you can get a different taste every time. Yeah. And two, because you are, you're experimenting. Mm-hmm. So you don't know how something is supposed to taste. When you're cooking barbecue chicken, when you're cooking macaroni and cheese, when you're cooking all this other stuff, you know how it's supposed to taste. Yeah. So when you taste it and it doesn't taste like that, you're like, oh, this is nasty. Yeah. But when you're experimenting and you're putting yeah. new things together, you, you don't know how it's supposed to taste. So you can experiment. You know what I mean? With yeah. a clear head rather than like, sorry. Rather than just having a set idea of what something is supposed to taste like. Yeah. I feel like in that sense, like you have so many options. Like mm-hmm. just thinking about the things you make, like I feel like it's just so like sometimes I think like if I really was to grocery shop myself, I feel like I would try to get as like because when it comes to like vegetables and stuff, like it's easier and in most cases cheaper to get like more like more vegetables and like try to have a plant based grocery list because if we think about it, like meat and stuff is really expensive and especially when we go into college, like I'm glad because if I had a taste for steak and all this stuff, like that's really not exactly. And it's just not a reality, like, right? And being eating healthy is uh in it's an investment you know what i mean like yeah yeah, like i was having the conversation with my aunt like how i'm ready to cook at school and all this stuff and she's like it's expensive and i'm like but i understand that you know what i mean it's bigger than just it being expensive you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and what else is i gonna say um i forgot can i ask something it's like i feel like when you said it's an investment i was like because if we're saving like two hundred dollars from our meal plan by downgrading from like unlimited or whatever i feel like that investment is like in like it's like that's you have to do it like you know mm-hmm. what i mean like 200 dollars, you can cut that into a couple weeks of grocery shopping mm-hmm. and i feel like that kind of stuff like that's a life skill yeah like you're not just gonna yeah. say oh because let's think about it like if we're really cutting down your meal plan or if you're even doing unlimited you're gonna spend like you're still gonna spend money on food because you're not gonna be paying for it. You're not gonna be satisfied. But to invest in things that you want, like it's your Mm -hmm. choice. You're gonna buy the type kind of food you want to cook. Yeah, and so you're gonna be satisfied and happy, like as opposed to having unlimited, still spending the money because it's still on your bill, even though you don't Mm -hmm. see it, and not being satisfied. Like you know, I feel like it's investing. Complaining all the time about I'm gaining weight. I'm doing this. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm not eating. uh, There's nothing here for me to eat, and all this extra stuff. It's an investment. Like in in multiple aspects, you know what I mean. Yeah. Making you happier, um, making you healthier. Exactly, exactly, making you healthier, which is the most important thing. You know yeah. what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was so saying yeah. something on it. Like I was thinking about because um, you know I was on the fence about downgrading my plan because I was like, <laughs> oh, I have time. But and that reminds me. Um, but yeah, I was like thinking about it, and I was like, I need the life skill of knowing how to prepare meals for myself. Like if I spend four years in college eating what's been prepared for me and all that stuff. And I already mm-hmm. know that I complain about the food. Like, literally one year alone, I, I had everything. So I know it's, I know it's there. I know what I don't want to eat every day. Like, I know what I do want to eat and that they don't have. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like... Why I, waste time? Yeah, like, why even go and literally do the same thing that I know I'm going to be disappointed with instead of... Like, and instead of doing that, why don't I just 
like benefit myself in learning something that I'm going to have to learn regardless. Like, you know what I mean? Like when I leave college, I'm not going to be eating out all the time. Like I already know that I'm not going to be spending money on people preparing food for me. Like, so I need to learn how to prepare meals for myself. And while I'm here and I have the opportunity to do it and I have like, I am saving because while I'm spending for college, I am saving money that I could be putting towards like investing, investing in that skill and that set and like figuring out what it is like I can do with it. I feel like that's just something that's necessary, really, because mm-hmm. people really forget that when they go to college, like it's so easy. Oh, I'm gonna just go to dining comedy, grab something, grab and go. This is that, but it's like, but then when you when it's time for you to cook, it's like, oh, like I miss being on campus when I exactly. have to make food for myself. It's like, huh? Like and mm-hmm. like realizing, like when I order stuff, like if I was to order like a sandwich or something here, like when I'm at home in the summer, like if I go out and buy, like I realize like the sandwich that I order every like like couple times a month or whatever, whatever food I order. It's like the same size and the same thing that I would get mm-hmm. at UMass every single day. Like, how was I eating a sandwich like that every day for lunch? Like, or like two, like, like two sandwiches. sandwich and then coming back for dinner to have like fries, pizza, like salad and sushi it was like too that. Much. It's it crazy because I'm like, and it complaining about the end, like, ugh, like this. Yeah, like here, just like, knowing how I feel after I order out once, like when I'm at home. How was I eating this every day? And like, mm-hmm. how did that? Like, it was literally a mindset that yeah. you just become so used to it. It's normal, but... Yeah, like... That's crazy. Exactly. Like, that is just literally building habits. Like, mm-hmm. we were talking about when you graduate, like, you don't want to order food out and everything like that. People build those habits while they're in college. They don't cook. They go to the dining hall. They order food late night. So when they graduate or whatever and they're on their own, that's what they end up doing. It's really hard. Like, exactly. how am I to start... Now I have to buy myself the pots and pans. Now I have exactly. to buy myself the... I don't want to, you know, people exactly. like would rather just eat out every yeah. day. Yeah, and at the end of the day, it's really just really putting other people's influences aside mm-hmm. and like just really saying, okay, is this what I want to do? Yeah. Am I going to do it? Yeah. And I'm going to do it. And so I'm not, I can't worry about the outside noise because there's always going to be that. But yeah. if I, you know, like if I try to like, you know, put people on or whatever, they don't want to listen. They want to discourage me. I know what I'm doing for myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or I know that I can help somebody else or whatever. Yeah. I so. think, yeah, I think that ties back before I, I want to switch into something else, but I feel like that tied back into the whole beginning part of like your health goal in terms of like just being able to live the life that I want without heavily like considering everyone else and all that mm. stuff. Like, but yeah. Um. So now I kind of go into like mental health. Cause I feel like we talked about physical health in terms of eating habits and all that stuff. And you, someone brought up something about like, when you go to the dining common, like, it's kind of like your eyes are like your stomach. Like, you know, like you see all this food, so you eat all the food. So I feel like um, we can switch to like, kind of like, how is it your mental health affects you physically? Like, you know, and there's like, I guess I'll start. So thinking, going off of what you were saying, like, I feel like it's all a mind game. Like mm-hmm. what you think you need, it's all in your head. Like, you know, like people go to the dining common and all of a sudden they're hungry. Like, you know, like, I feel like that, like, even when I would go, because I remember going I would not be hungry. Like, I know I wouldn't. You but I'd still there, grab a right. plate. Like, I'd still get fries. I'd eat it even though I'm not. Like, <laughs> I would just eat it. I'd be like, oh, what else is there? Like, I'm going to get sushi. Okay, let me get a slice of pizza. Like, it was just weird how I could eat all that food when I wasn't even hungry. And so I feel like that is really what those colleges, like, that's what colleges, all those, that's what everything does. Like, it's literally using your eyes to kind of convince your head that you want something even though you don't want it or don't need it, like, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of, I think that's what that's the biggest thing that's stopping people from living a quote unquote healthy lifestyle because their heads are convinced that 
what they're doing is okay. And it's just kind of like, and that starts to weigh on your body physically. Like people who don't look like for me, I, I can be guilty of this too. Like I don't like, I don't look unhealthy. So I don't think I'm unhealthy. Like I don't think my lifestyle is unhealthy. So I don't argue it because I'm like, I mean, I look in the mirror and I don't see like my skin isn't pale. Like I'm not, I'm not super skinny. So I'm fine. Like, you know, and I think that's, that becomes a problem over time because at what point are people going to start thinking, like realizing like, okay, this is like, I'm really convincing myself of something. Like I'm not actually looking into it deeply. I'm not actually considering yeah. all the effects that are happening. About it. I'm just looking at something and, and because I see it that way, I'm, be- I, I'm convinced that that's what it is. Like, you know? Right. Or, or not even that you're just looking, but you want to do yeah. something. So like, when you want to do something, you're not, you're like less likely to consider all the negative factors. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like there's so, like, aside from food, which we spent a lot of time talking about, like, there's so many other factors as a college student or just a young person in general. There's so many other factors of like things that you do that are unhealthy. Like, oh, if you think about up late. your, like, what time you go to sleep every day, like, how you wake up, like, what you do in the day in terms of like, like smoking, drinking, all this stuff. Like, I feel like there's so many aspects of it that are unhealthy to you. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you guys looking like that? <laughs> what? Nothing. Just like, I said what I said. No, I'm just kidding. But I feel like there's so many um, aspects of being like, of things that are detrimental to your health, even though like in the moment they feel good. Like, I feel like, and also like, there's no, I don't know. I feel like young people don't really think about things like how they're going to affect them mentally. Mm -hmm. Like if you're going to go out and like, if you go out to a party or whatever, and you know, you have something to do the next day and like staying up all night and that kind of stuff. I feel like it really does affect you. Like the outcome of whatever you're trying to accomplish, but you don't want to admit that because you're like struggling between the two and you don't want to like, you know, I feel like nobody ever wants to give up the fact that, okay, like I need to do this for myself because I know that even if I didn't have fun tonight, tomorrow, I'm not going to feel this bad. Like, you know, and I feel like that kind of stuff is hard to do. And I think, and I think that ties into kind of like how people are like influences of other people and how that plays into your mental health as well. Because if you think about it, like a lot of things people do, it's not because they're like, I make it like, I guess you like some people do things for their own decision, like because they decided to by themselves. But I feel like a lot of people are kind of manipulated into seeing things and doing things that way. Like, we're going to always bring this up. You can honestly bring social media into anything. But literally, that is, like, the biggest thing that allows people to get into these ways. Like, even when work, even with, like, it can be positive, too. Like, even with working out and eating healthy, like, you see all the time, oh, yeah, like, I'm eating this, I'm eating that. And did you hear, like, you know, that there's benefits to eating this? And that's, like, so people are like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get on that. Oh, yeah, this person's working out. I'm going to work out, too. Like, you know? And so I feel like that, like, surrounding yourself by people who are kind of in a similar on a similar path that you want to be on, I feel like that kind of helps too. Like if in terms of like thinking about how you can improve your mental health to benefit you physically, like surrounding yourself by people and by and like surrounding yourself in an environment that will help you change your mindset in that way. Cause like, if you're going to be in college and you're going to be friends who like to party, who like to go out and drink, who like mm-hmm. to stay out late, you're going to do gonna that too. Exactly. And kind of, so, oh, sorry. Kind of like the opposite, not opposite, but like, to add on to that, like, I feel like a lot of times in your life, like, you want to surround yourself by people who, like, you know, have similar, like, goals and views as you, but sometimes it's just not, like, reality, like, yeah. especially in terms of, like, family and stuff, like, the people that you are closest to you oftentimes don't have the same kind of, like, lifestyle. like they don't want the same things as you do, specifically, yeah. which everybody's different, and so I feel like it's just a matter of, in that case, I feel like it's a matter of 
being strong-willed for yourself and like not leading by example but having your like you're not gonna bend to people's will just because like if i'm around somebody who i know does not like does not want the same things as me i'm not gonna just act like feed into them and like forget what i'm trying to do like Mm. i feel like that's important too like if somebody you know like they don't support the same goals as you but like that's somebody who's close to you i feel like you have to stand strong-willed against like for what you want you have to represent that I think that's true, but I just feel like it's easier said than done in a lot of people's cases. Like, I agree. We're going like going back to habits. If that's a habit that someone, if someone has lived a lifestyle and their mind has already been trained to think that way and to live that way and to naturally kind of form into what they surround themselves by, because under the surface is kind of like what they want as well. Like you know, like someone could say, "Oh, like I want to live this kind of lifestyle," but at the same time, they also want to do something else. And so it's just about how strong how. How, how much they bad you yeah, want. Yeah, how exactly. bad you want it. So I feel like while it's obvious that people should be strong-willed, like it's also something that a lot of people fall victim to. Um, yeah. And yeah. And also, okay, so there was something that I wanted to talk about, but this is kind of going into like um, kind of taking a rear off. If you guys have anything else you want to say on the mental, mental illness thing. I mean, it kind of it kind of goes into the same topic, but I just researched something and I kind of want to talk about you it. You can go off. So it's that... Um, so I was like, I have a theory, right? So you know that it's called like the fic- fictitious disorder, or like Munchausen syndrome. syndrome. I don't know what it's called. Okay, so <laughs> it's like, okay, it's called like a factitious disorder. So pretty much it's like people who believe that something's wrong with them, but in reality, they're making their own, like they're cause- causing the symptoms themselves. You know, like someone could say like, oh, I know I'm sick. And even though no signs of their body shows that they're sick, like they believe that they're sick. And so they put on those symptoms, like they cause the symptoms to happen. I feel like my theory is that like everyone kind of has that. Like, you know what I mean? Because it's like a mental disorder where your body is like you're causing your body to feel a certain way because you believe that. I feel like that's a disorder that like a lot of people have, even though not everyone's going to be diagnosed with it. Because, you know, if everyone's like, oh, you have this type of seems like you know it's that's not what people want to hear i feel like in terms of like how people get like surgery or people who think they're too like fat and then they don't eat like i feel like all that is really like that disorder and it's kind of crazy because like you can't like obviously people aren't going to diagnose you like someone's not going to diagnose everyone but like it's something that happens it's just weird to me i think that with that like it's more i feel like from personally i like my opinion i think it's not it's not like that you're causing your body. It's like a subconscious. I feel like it's just a response to like whatever influences or whatever like um, I feel like whatever things from the outside world that you internalize that manifest itself into you. I feel like that's when you start living out. Like for example, like those insecurities that you were talking about. Like if you are you know if you are viewed a certain way or you take things in, I feel like that's gonna start manifesting in your like I don't. I feel like I'm this. I want to change this. And then in terms of like, if you feel like you have something, I feel like it's just a, like, I think a good example is like stress. Like, I feel like your your body is going to react to stress sometimes before your mind, like before you're even aware that you're stressed. Mm-hmm. And so like, it can be an outside force that you internalize, but you don't even know. And so like, you just live your life. And then at one instance of something that's wrong, you're like, oh, I'm in this condition. But you you never just dealt with that before. Like, you know, yeah, like you haven't processed the fact that this is what's causing you to feel this way. That's yeah, just but my so you think that it's not, you think that it's something that is there, but you just don't realize it. 
I is think that because in, in the idea, the way that you're explaining stress, you're explaining as in like your body's stressed, but you don't know it, and then when you realize it, it's kind of a shock to you. Yeah, like if your body's in stress, I feel like you just keep going, even though the signs are there, but like you're not acknowledging that I'm stressed because you're like, oh, I feel good, like like some like you know, I feel okay. Oh, so that's what you're saying was the opposite. I was saying it's an example of something that you internalize, yeah. but you haven't dealt with, so you think that there's something wrong. Like, you know? Yeah. Like, you don't know how to yeah. navigate it. I would agree. I think it's kind of, like, as simple as speaking different things into existence. So, like, if you're, like, like for example, us sometimes, like, mm-hmm. when we're, like, oh, like, I'm stressed out and things yeah. like that. Like, at school, I'm stressed out. Like, I can't do this. I cannot do this work then you don't do it because yeah. you're saying like, I can't do it. It's the same as like saying, oh, like I'm fat or whatever, but you're really not. You you begin to see yourself as fat because yeah. you're saying that. Like, I feel like words are everything. Like they can change many outcomes. You know what I mean? So like, if you, you're speaking negatively, like you're gonna be, you're gonna have negative effects. If you speak positively, you have positive effects. But I also think that Behind words, there has to be actions. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, like, when you said about stress, like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm stressed out. Instead of a lot of people getting to the bottom of the stress yeah. and trying to fix what's making them stress, they're like, I'm not stressed. I'm not stressed. Yeah, so, like, if you say, like, you, if you say I'm stressed, it's not like you're not stressed because you wouldn't be saying it if you weren't. But you're, like, just saying it. Like, you're not yeah. actually thinking about, like, okay, why am I stressed? Like, why exactly. am I feeling like Or they'll so- be like... I'm stressed, but I'm going to keep going because I have to be okay instead of taking a step back and being like, okay, like, what are the things that I can fix that are going to not make me stressed anymore? And like, Mm -hmm. so it's like correcting the problem right then and there when you realize it rather than trying to uh, disregard it. I guess that's the word. Okay. I have another question. And if it doesn't have an answer, it's fine. But so do you think there is a different effect on someone's health well i'm speaking just in terms of like black people so do you think like between a black female and a black male that there are different like effects to their mental and physical health like and if you do then what do you think different effects because of society that's what you're saying like just in general like we can think of society like society like in terms of like how they live in society we can think of in terms of just like Obviously, they're made, like, females and males are made differently, so they have different physical yeah, abilities. Yeah, I think that yeah. on a biological level, I mean, obviously, there's different effects of male females. It's just not, like, it's not something I can really get into. But, yeah. like, social, definitely, male, black males and females have, like, different levels. You're saying levels of stress? Like, yeah, like, like how like how things different. affect With health. mental health, yeah. there's different effects to it. Like, and I think that each side, it's kind of hard. It's not really hard to understand each other, but it's hard to, like, really like reconcile and try to like you know mm-hmm. like it makes it hard to try to like un, you know have a uh, a positive relationship mm-hmm. in a lot of instances because there's just different influences that mm-hmm. one side feels like oh like i have it harder one side feels like you know this is and i just feel yeah i agree yeah i do agree too like it's just there's i feel like there's just some things that you can't not like deny yeah and yeah. like like a biological makeup of a guy and a girl like that's something that we can't deny and so those that contributes to different things that we experience Mm -hmm. we can talk about these experiences all day but i think that it's hard to understand like 
Like, yeah. you know, the sympathy and empathy thing, that's mm-hmm. literally what it is. Like, you cannot empathize. I can't fully empathize with a black guy on different issues that he says that he has, mm-hmm. but I don't have, and he can't do the same with me. Like, yeah. we can sympathize, but we can't empathize. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Because, yeah. Wait, is that right? Well, like, I think because sympathy, wait, like, sympathy? You, can feel, you can feel like, you can understand where someone's coming from and feel like... Because okay, you experienced it. No. Wait. Empathy is when you can literally like take on someone because like, you experience you. Empathy is because you've experienced it, right? And yeah. sympathy is because you. I think empathy is just the act of. I don't know if either of them require you to be able to like. Yes, really, one of them. I think the it's way that empathy. I, I empathy. thought the way that I thought the way that I saw, I thought like people could be empathetic because they just feel like they. Kind of like can feel like your emotions. But they can feel your emotions because they've been through it. That empathy, I believe that's what empathy is. You because if that's the case, then I feel like people just be throwing that word around. Like I'm so empathetic to this. You know. But the thing about it is, I feel like a lot of people don't know the difference. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know the difference. Listen, empathy empathy is when you can when you experienced it, so you can feel for the person because you've experienced. That's weird. Okay. Well, but yeah, back to what I was saying. Okay. Do you guys so find Wait a minute. The ability okay. to understand and share the feelings of another. So okay. share the feelings is what she was saying, like relate. That's empathy, right? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So like black men and black <laughs> women aren't fully able to empathize with each other yeah. when it comes to speaking about different <laughs> struggles that you have. Yeah. But I feel like when you're willing to kind of that we all have to be willing to understand to try to understand at least yeah. and to try to um be mindful about the other person yeah. you know what i yeah. mean and i think that it makes those struggles easier to handle like in terms of mental health and things like that it makes yeah. those struggles easier to ha- handle when the next person is under is understanding that you have these issues yeah. but is trying to do things yeah. to to like lessen those issues. You I know feel what like I mean? yeah. I feel like everybody like everybody has different mental health struggles. Like everybody has different things that they struggle with internally. And I feel like for like oftentimes like well I don't know. Obviously I wouldn't know if a black male feels like this, but oftentimes I feel like black females or just females in general just think like like they think about their mental like how their mental health is, and they think about like if they're in a relationship like how that would play out. Not necessarily their mental health, but where they stand on things and like how, like how strains that yeah, like how connected you guys can get and like how that um what am I trying to say? How much you guys can affect each other and like Mm -hmm. positively influence each other. And so I feel like for black males and females who like you know obviously attracted to each other, it's just like a like it can be a struggle, but also like a defining moment if you guys can make a connection based on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking. I was thinking like that. The roles could put like the roles that are expected of each person is like what allows them, what affects their mental mm-hmm. health the most. Like you know, like masculinity and all that stuff. Like oh, like you're supposed to be strong and this is that. You're supposed to be like the provider. Yeah, and I've, I'm I feel sorry. like that kind of like plays in people's head too. Like females, I feel like females, and like. In terms of like what their purpose is and what their role is, like oh, like you have to be the nurturer and all that stuff. Like, and I feel like that kind of gets to people's head a lot because, like, imagine growing up in a lifestyle where like you're told, okay, you have to be the one to, you know, make the house, like clean the house, all that stuff, and then 
having the mindset of like, okay, but I also want to work and I also want to kind of like, I don't know, do things for my own and not have to provide, like be taking, like not have to take care of someone. I feel like that kind of like plays with females heads a lot. Cause you know how like, you know, like the air of like, um, like women independence and all that stuff. Like, like, I feel like that kind of was like the way that that came about was because like people were mentally thinking like, okay, like this is actually not like, why like it shouldn't be like this and all that stuff so I feel like that kind of is one thing that like females kind of struggle with that I feel like males like don't and, but and then I feel like in a male case it's like masculinity like I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be someone who's like my the female has to play like put on the pants like you know what I mean like I feel like that's kind of like a mental struggle that males go through so like continue on to that I feel like that like this our conversation is also about like healthy relationships like yeah. And I feel like a lot of times people at our age, like women and like men, like at our, at our age, like they both feel like there are certain things they have to bring to the table or, they're, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel like that's kind of that's what makes a lot of relationships nowadays hard is because it's your cho- like you personally have to have the emotional, mental capacity to like build like a relationship with somebody with like, you know, w- with whatever healthy models that you want, like. It's not necessarily anymore where you have to be like, I'm. This is my like. This is what's expected of me. This is what's yeah. expected of him. Like, there's both things. There's a lot of things that like get to like girls and boys' heads in terms of like what I have to be. What role do I have to play in a relationship? Mm-hmm. Like, what role do I have to play in my life? Basically, and I feel like that also continue. Like that is mental health. Like, that connects to it. Yeah, I feel like even like not even on a relationship level, but on a personal level, like. A struggle that I like with mental health, I guess, um, that I've had is just simply crying. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I feel like I don't want to cry. Like, and when I do cry, like it feels so good. And like, like I when haven't I cry all summer, I haven't cried all summer. It's about time to cry, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> My, I've been getting more angry than like you know anything. And that's just... I, it's about time for me to cry. Like, crying is just an emotion you know what I mean and like I feel like me when I was a kid like I never really got I barely got beat and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so I didn't have to cry that much (laughs) but like when I've now like in the past few years or whatever I'll just start breaking down like you guys know like instead (laughs) of me like crying or like expressing these emotions whatever like expressing myself expressing my sad emotions like I'll just start breaking down crying and I'll be like gasping for air and all this (laughs) extra stuff. But like, I feel like now that I'm thinking about it, it's just like, I guess me trying to be strong, a strong woman and trying to like handle my issues or handle the things that I feel a way about in a different way rather than being emotional about it. And so like, I feel like there's, there's different, um, things that women and men don't want to play into as well like i feel like oh like if you cry like people are going to think you're sensitive this this, isn't that you know what i mean and so or if you express yourself emotionally it's going to be like well like you're going to be too exactly like people are going to think you're too much and mm -hmm. stuff like that when that's not the case you know what i mean and so and that goes back to like how and how people really don't like to talk or like it's not normal for people to talk um and so like in terms of that like i feel like talking crying all these different emotions 
are necessary for both people. And I feel like we have to stop thinking about the way that it's going to come out to other people. I feel we have to stop looking at, like, when you talk about your emotions and stuff. Like, I feel people think that, like, like, there's this whole, like, like, image or view that, like, when you two people finally share their emotions and stuff, like, that's, like, a crazy deep Like, that's a milestone. Like, you know, like, right. like, you have to go through a lot of filler just to go through that one emotional conversation. Or that you, even that you have to come correct when you do that. Yeah, yeah. like, you have to know what... And I just feel yeah. like that comes with, like, just, like, with the health thing, with the eating thing. Like, personally, like, it's hard. Like, like you were saying before, it's easier said than done. But personally, you have to explore your own what like who are you really like in terms of emotions like what kind of emotions yeah. like, do you often find yourself trying to suppress like personally this summer I, this summer has been kind of boring for me so i haven't really had like a range of emotions or anything yeah. but like this summer i've been really like i've been giving the mental time like and space to really explore like what kind of things do i usually like get mad at like what kind yeah. of things do like you know explore really who i am in terms of emotions and like even though I've been pretty emotionless this summer because once again, <laughs> nothing has <laughs> happened, you know? And so yeah. I feel like, but now, like, I'm better prepared to when I go back to school. Like, I already know what kind of person I will be in situations and yeah. how to improve the things that I feel like I'm not yeah. doing good at, like, you I f- know? Yeah, I feel like for me, in terms of, like, emotions, like, I can understand what you're saying where it's just, like, people feel like it's, you kind of have to, what was the word? Like, you suppress. can't, yeah, suppress a lot of your emotions. And I think, like, it's actually something that I struggle with, too. Like, I mean, I don't, like, I don't suppress my emotion in terms of, like, I, I look, like, I'm, like, dull and all that stuff around people. But, like, <laughs> like, a lot of the times when I just sit and I'm, like, kind of, like, with myself, I'm just, like, I wonder why is it, like, I, like, don't, like, when something comes to my head, like, why I don't express it or why is it I just decide, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to do that. Like, no one wants to hear that. So, like, like why is it so... It just seems like I'm considering my surroundings before I consider just basically how I feel. Like, you know what I mean? And I think that's something like going into college, like, is something that I wanted to work on this summer. Because, like, my first semester of college, like, I did that a lot. Like, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to make this get to me because, like, who does that? And, you know, like, stuff like that. And I would just be holding in so many things. And then it would cause me to have, like, random moments of, like, well, it felt like depression. Like, you know, like I would just have days where I'm like, you know, what? I'm just not like, I feel like I have too much on me, like too much weight. And I'm just going to like, I'm just going to go away. Like, I'm not going to like deal with it. I'm not going to talk about it. Like, I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to be in a bad mood and whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it was so unhealthy for me. And I think, yeah, like it's definitely something that people need to see that it's like, it's not a bad thing to be expressive. And it's not a bad right. thing to really just say how you feel. And and not think about, like, oh, what is this going to, like, what are people going right. to say about this? Because, like, there's a way that you can say things that will allow you to express yourself and not, like, come off, like, really crazy to somebody else. But at the end of the day, like, if people all understand, like, look, we all have feelings. Some people have to handle them a certain way. Like, I think if we all just understand that, like, people would not feel so burdened by all the stuff that they think. I think it's important also to have people around you that you can talk to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or that you can pull aside and be like, okay, like I need to talk. Or yeah. even when you when your friends or whatever who's who you surround yourself with can realize when there's something up with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. The three of us, there's a lot of times when we're like, okay, it's like okay, it's time to sit down. Like <laughs> what's wrong yeah, with you? Because like have you, some, yeah. have you guys like ever experienced where you try to talk to somebody and like it just they don't have work. they don't have like the um like 
they don't have the capacity to really express themselves how they really feel. And like mm-hmm. when you can see like what they're trying you to hide, go off, yeah. And they like they kind of have a like a defensive mood because it's like I know like you're you're holding something back. I already know it. And it's yeah. just like if you can't open up, I can't force you to. It just kind of makes me feel like okay, like if you know, I feel like sometimes like in a friendship or whatever, like if you can't open yourself up emotionally, like how are you be able to hold, handle my whatever I yeah. want to Because you don't want to be, you, know? you don't want to be like in a position where you're content, you have no problem expressing yourself to other people, but then they don't want to do the same. Right. So it's kind of like you're just dumping your right. mess on someone And I else. feel like I'm at the point in life where like with the two of you, like I'm super comfortable with expressing, like even if I feel like I'm going to hold it back, like I, <laughs> I end up expressing I, it. Like we can say I'm, like, I'm, I'm going to hold this exactly. back. Exactly. Like, I'm yeah. super comfortable with expressing all of my emotions and like since i spend so much time with you guys like that might carry over into (laughs) into the other interactions that i have with people and so right now i'm at a point in life where i'm learning still like i'm Mm -hmm. constantly learning about like reading when somebody is not interested or when somebody's not willing to go there because yeah i'm the type of person that's willing to go there with anybody like not anything too crazy but on almost any topic like i could go there with you but like anytime yeah exactly like anytime any place that's just interesting like i i don't know like filler conversation like it, that can happen but i would much i would be much more comfortable if i met you the first day and we really had a real conversation as if i met yeah. rather than if i met you and we just talked yeah. about yeah. something like that, you know that, that's just, that's with adults that are older than me that's anybody. with my co-workers that's with Literally. a guy that i'm interested that's in with a friend like that's with a yeah. cousin that's with, like that's with anybody because when somebody like unexpectedly even like opens themselves up or t- opens themselves up or tells you an experience that they're struggling with i feel like that makes me respect them a lot and that kind of shows like that's kind of like a trust like an extension of trust yeah. and so i feel like you can take that honestly you guys like looking back like i definitely want to make more new friends and stuff this semester but i'm just like honestly like whose connection like who will match my friends like you know i think yeah i think for me like i have to really i think for me like i just have this big like i guess yeah i have this big fear of like oh like i don't want like i'm gonna be frustrated like i'll just get frustrated when i know like oh my gosh i'm really trying to like meet people and have honest conversations but they're not feeling it like you know like i feel like i'll get frustrated with stuff like that because just like when you're on a page like we're all on the same page in terms of like okay like i think there's nothing wrong with expressing yourself like i actually would prefer that way to not conceal everything that i think but not everyone's on that page so it's just like do i even want to like go through the process of like okay i'm gonna slowly like get you out like you know like that literally gets me so frustrated and i just feel like it's it's like gonna be it will be overwhelming for people who don't understand the same point of view as you so like for me like while that's like something i really want to experience i just know that i don't know but i feel like it'll just end up being something so frustrating for me that i'll end up in a worse position than when i started like you know <laughs> yeah and then i'll just start to question if it's really worth it like yeah. I, i'll just get annoyed with it so i don't know like honestly i re- i still do want to make like like meet people and all that stuff but i just i'm just praying that Life takes yeah. this course where every person I meet is on the same page. And at this point, I want people <laughs> that they sense yeah. it real early. Like I feel you know? like at this point in my life, like when I make new connections with people, like they have to benefit me. Like not just like not on even not even on a selfish level, but like I know that I can benefit somebody's life mm-hmm. just by like being there for them. But like I just can't be 
friends with somebody and then I don't feel like I'm being you know, that ties not reciprocated because exactly. I just because that's not healthy either. That's not yeah yeah that ties into mental health a lot and like I feel like again in terms of the three of us I feel like we're really good for each other's mental health because mm-hmm. a lot of times like we've had this conversation where we feel like we can't like people we can benefit other people yeah but like we're not getting the same things that like. We we're not getting the things that we think we need, you know. Yeah. Like that energy definitely putting has out, to, putting out, exactly, we're not exactly. And so, like when you give something, like you have to receive something back, yeah. you know. And like in terms of having expressing myself, I need you to express yourself too. Or like even when I'm having a conversation and I'm asking you about you or like why you think what you think and how you think what you yeah. think. I need you to ask me the same thing. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Because, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah it's because it's one-sided. Yeah, this can was, turn, sorry to cut you off, it could turn into a therapist session. Exactly, like, I was going to say. I don't not have my PhD, like I'm uh-huh. not sitting here trying to dig into yeah. your life. Like I'm not gaining anything This is not, this. right, this is not a therapy session and although I have the ability <laughs> to right. make you feel better or whatever, I am like I'm doing this. It makes like, you I'm working. Yeah, free, like, like exactly. <laughs> like it's not that it doesn't make me feel good when I make other people feel good, but mm-hmm. there's just points in time where you want to meet, be made feel good, yeah. felt good too. You know what I mean? And so you wrote there. I actually wrote that down here. I wanted to talk about it because, like, I don't really, I don't really. I guess I see the point of there, like a therapist, obviously in in a broad sense, in the general sense of like what they do. Mm-hmm. But like, do you feel like it's really healthy for someone to just? I think in terms of like the therapist position, like the person who's sharing their feelings, they are probably getting a lot of clarity from it. But like, do you think it's really healthy for people to just like, I'm just gonna sit here, let them talk? Are you talking about a therapist job? Like yeah, like a job? therapist job. Like I know, like they're they're trained and they're like. They study to learn the human brain or whatever, like, you know, like the psychology of people mm-hmm. and how it is that they to kind of help them navigate their own emotions. But do you really think that that's actually healthy for people? Like, you know, what I, mean? I like, think that it's not unhealthy. I'm not going to say it's a, being a therapist is a help. Like, I don't think it's unhealthy because of the professional, like because of the profession. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't think that therapists, like especially ones that are like well seasoned, I don't think they, they can confuse the interactions they have with clients. Mm-hmm. to a real connection mm-hmm. in real life because that would just be unprofessional i feel yeah. like therapists like that's one of like i feel like it's a rewarding job because yeah. you can help other people on a professional level but, like i feel like if you're bringing your own self into it that's when it can get a healthy but i just oh continue Sorry. no i was recently done oh because i just feel like when you think about it, like a lot of mental problems that people go through it's like how is it that you can kind of like it's kind of like you're just providing a formula for like you know people like you're kind of just giving them okay this is what you need to get your head here like it just but seems I, so like I, like obviously it's beneficial to not bring your personal life into someone else's. I wonder like how are they able to really like say okay this is a problem yeah. yeah like this is your problem and this is a solution and I've done this so many times that I'm I, I don't like, think therapists don't offer a solution like you know what I mean I feel like they provoke you because I don't think they can really say this is your life like this is what I want you to do like you know what I mean I feel like they, all they can do is really they ask you the you. questions to what make do you, you think like what that. do you think and they try to in, like. Put, instill things in you and they like try to guide you like because therapists like they can't really offer solutions to your problems because you know you can tell them about your life like they can't say i think you should go and say sorry to this person i think you know they can yeah. just offer and like like they just guide you they into guide navigating yourself. your own yeah. head 
it's just interesting to me. Like, it's just, I think, I just thought the topic. I think, like, that is interesting. A lot of therapists, they might, it might be a struggle at the beginning of, like, you know, separating Mm -hmm. your personal emotions from your work emotions or whatever. But I think the longer they do it, the more, I'm not going to say desensitized, but for lack of better words, desensitized they become to other people's feelings. Like, yeah. like that's just like doctors. You know what I mean? Like, after a while, if you keep... I'm not even going to go there. But anyway, <laughs> like, no, but you yeah, just I mean, find a way to deal like, with the with cards that... Yeah, that. you find a way to deal with it better. Um, and in terms of, like, you know how we've had... The, like, you said, oh, like, who do therapists have to turn to or whatever? Yeah. Like, I feel like when you're... When I think about it now, like... They know how to ask the right questions. Yeah, like how you know, you know when I you're mean? making so, progress with someone yeah. and all that stuff. Like they do. Know it's how just so weird. To, like it's crazy because like I always thought like I remember when I was young, I'd be like, oh, we need therapy. Like it was always like a positive thing. Like if you get a therapist, yeah, and you're gonna get it fixed. Like quote unquote. Like you know, like they're gonna help you. No, stuff. But I just think about it like how do they even know like what they're doing to your head? Like or is it just all a big manipulation? Like, you know, like oh, I'm just gonna ask you all these questions. <laughs> no, like I'm like I'm being, like paranoid. Think about it, it's like okay, like they're asking me all these questions that somehow I didn't think about asking myself, like you know, but they asked it and that like caused the person that they're asking to help, like to to help them like understand themselves, like you know, you know what I mean? Like it's just interesting how someone else can pretty much like make you understand what it is that like, you can I figure feel out. Like that goes to like even the friendship level, honestly. Yeah, like, I feel like in this friendship, like you can often. Like, have like, you really questions, but just, like, <laughs> like, talking to each other, and that, like, if Demaya's talking about her own experience, or even if she's asking us a question, like, that might make me think of my own, like, oh, I never yeah, thought but, about this. But like, that's, that's kind of because it's personalized. Like, no, you know, like, it's the same. I, I, I was going to say, yeah, I was literally going to say the same thing. That ties into any interaction you have with somebody. Honestly, when you have a conversation, a meaningful conversation, mm-hmm. you can come to a lot of realizations, and that's what I realized that I do as well. Like if I haven't thought about something in depth or if I haven't thought about it in the, in a certain way, when I have a conversation, I'm like, wow, like I just came to this realization. Mm. And I'll say that a lot because it's the truth. Like I just came <laughs> to this realization. Yeah. I probably said that a couple of times in this podcast, honestly. Mm. But like you can, I think talking really opens you up to a lot of stuff. Yeah. It yeah. really does. It's like, so what I'm hearing is... <laughs> even writing, I mean, you could be a therapist. No, <laughs> even writing and stuff like that, because when I feel like I don't know how to gather up what I'm going to say to say it to one of you guys or somebody else, I do write it, and I come to more mm-hmm. realizations. Getting stuff That's out... true. When you get it out, yeah. like, you don't even think about what you're getting out. Like, when you... Like, if you write something down and you see what you wrote, like, you're like, how? Like, when was I thinking about this? Yeah. It's crazy because it's like... That's on your... Like, you're actually putting your mind out there, Mm -hmm. which I feel like you're you're blind to your own head. Like, you know? Yeah. Your mind... Because you're trying to always form a thing to say. You're always... Yeah, you're you're not saying what's actually on your mind. Yeah. Like, I've noticed times when I would write and I would read, like, in the past things that I wrote, like, when I was just like... Sometimes I'll literally write down, like... My head is so full, I don't even know what to write. <laughs> like, I'll write random things, and, like, it'll just, like, spill out on the paper. And I'll, like, months later, I'll read back. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, like first of all, like, I was kind of dramatic. And a lot of the caps, like, <laughs> you know? But, like, a lot of times, it's just, like, that's really crazy how it's, like, kind of, like, you would 
it's kind of like a you are like in writing something down kind of like in the comfort of your own privacy you really feel like okay like nothing's gonna harm me there's no judgment yeah like like i'm putting this on here for just me like it's just kind of like a freedom that you have and so you can literally just go off like and it's just weird how like i mean obviously i know why people can't do that on a regular basis because some things aren't just like they're just not meant for everyone else to take on but it's just crazy how like i can feel more comfortable just writing something down coming it up throwing it away or whatever than just saying like okay if i have like a struggle with something that has to do with this person instead of me figuring out ways to say it to that person i'm just gonna write it down and throw it away and then that's it it's gonna leave my mind like you know it's just so weird how there's just this comfort you just worry sorry to cut you, off. you worry about the consequences yeah like yeah. i think so heavy but like but i can't say that to this person because if i say that to them then that's just gonna make things worse so you know i'm just gonna write it down and that's me taking it out of my head putting it somewhere and throwing it away like you know it's just so interesting and i just feel like i want to work on a way of not be not having to just like go to like okay i'm just gonna write it down i'm just gonna have it for myself and i'm I just feel, put it away like yeah i should deal with it like because it's not gonna it's not actually going away i'm just convincing myself that me writing it down is just for some reason it's helping me like you know when i write things down like lately like starting second semester i've been tr- i wanted to deal with the things that i've written down you know what i mean it hasn't always been successful it hasn't been done at the right times you mm-hmm. know what i mean I've procrastinated in a lot of things or it hasn't gone the way that I thought it was going to go. But like, Mm -hmm. that's something I also am trying to work on too. Is like when I feel something, if I don't know how to say it, I I will write it down first, but actually getting to the point where I speak that out to somebody else rather than just like being aware of the problem in my mind and not addressing it. And like the same patterns keep happening over and over with um people or whatever mm-hmm. and then it frustrates me because it's like but i know the problem but i'm i'm like yeah. i'm not addressing it like so i've like, already yeah. i've already gone through it in my own head too many times i figured it out everything like yeah. i know what i want to say i know what i want to do but it's yeah. like i just there's can't. plenty of times where i get to the point where I'm like okay i'm ready to say this mm-hmm. and then my anxiety kicks in and then i'm just like okay and then I leave, and then I'm like, wow, like, I didn't accomplish what I did. <laughs> yeah, I that mumbling, so, beating around the bush. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So mm-hmm. that's something that I'm working on as well. It's like, just, like, telling somebody my problems and, like, actually telling them, not going around yeah. all the other things. This what? conversation has been pretty long. I feel we covered a lot. It has been long. Yeah. How I think we covered a lot, and I also think we kind of, like, veered into other things, we too. Did. Like. Like, it really felt like that. Okay, so that brings us to the end of our conversation. Um, we hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, don't forget to follow us at She Thinks Pod on Instagram and look out for the next podcast. <laughs> we'll see you guys later. Bye.